You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of the Pastor Scott Show. I am Pastor Scott Furrow. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Amazon is rolling out its new Palm payment system. And what you do is you wave your hand over the little device, and that's how you pay for your goods. And I'm wondering, will you use this? Is this something that you feel like you're comfortable using? You just walk into the store, they scan all of your goods, and you wave at them with your right hand, and uh, you pay for all of your stuff. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. The ability to pay for anything, anywhere, could be in the palm of your hand, literally. Amazon rolling out its new palm paying technology to hundreds of Whole Foods stores around the country. Some Panera Bread locations have already started to utilize this feature as well. And you may have already seen it pop up in airports, stadiums, and casinos also. So how does it work? So this is coming everywhere. So the whole deal is this. Rather than pay with cash, which is they're getting rid of cash. There's not going to be cash, right? Or, or credit card. I like the thing on my credit card that's new now where I get to just sort of tap it onto the payment thing and it goes beep and it just pays for it. That's so much better than the lousy chip thing I got to stick in there. And then I go to the gas station and I want to pay with the chip, the card and I stick it in. I used to be able to just put it in, pull it out. But now you can't do that. You got to stick it in there, you know, and just leave it in there. Like when you go to the dentist and they're giving you the Novocaine, you just have to leave it in there until it's ready. Then you pull it out. I hate that. And I love it that I can just tap my card on the gas pump beep and I can pump the gas. Uh, But now, apparently, what I'm going to be able to do is just wave at the gas pump with my right hand and pay for my gas. It's called Biometrics. Here's how it works. I'm wondering if you are going to sign up for this, 888-528-2557. You know, what is Biometrics? You might be more familiar with it than you know. If you think about it, every time you open up your iPhone, you're using facial recognition. Prior to that, you were using your thumbprint. But just imagine if you had to go to the grocery store on your way home from work and you didn't have your phone or your wallet. If you're going to one of these Whole Foods locations... Are you driving home from work without your phone or your wallet? Eh, just, I'm just curious about that. Anyway, imagine that you're driving home from work and you don't have your phone or your wallet, but you need to go to the grocery store. All you need is your palm. In fact, Amazon is halfway through the rollout. They're going to be outfitting 500 of their Whole Foods stores with this pay with your palm. Yes, your hand. You... Your hand. See, your palm. It's a... Remember, we used to have Palm Pilots. Did you have one of those? I had one of those. It was like the height of technology. Now the height of technology is that you can actually pay with your hand. So no wallet, no ID, no credit card, no nothing. You just pay with the palm of your hand. That is coming to Whole Foods near you. So if you want to get some like $40 salsa, you just wave your hand over the thing and you can do that at Whole Foods. Or you go to get your bagel at Panera Bread. They're doing it there. And, uh, you know, you just wave at them and they hand you your bagel and cream cheese and coffee in the morning. It's very convenient. Simply hover your palm over an Amazon One device and it scans the veins under your skin. It scans the veins. See, I wondered if the hands was like... It's like fingerprints where I've got a palm print that's the same, but no, what it actually does is it scans the veins in your hands. Hover your palm over an Amazon One device and it scans the veins under your skin. So that creates a map that's unique to you. It identifies you, links you to your profile that you signed up with on Amazon One. Do you think there's going to be a new crime wave of people cutting off people's hands? 
Like you go to the mall, and instead of robbing the Nordstrom and just going in there and throwing stuff in your Lexus, what you actually do is you cut off somebody's hand, and then you go to Nordstrom and you just buy all the stuff. Is that coming? Is that gross? That might be gross, but I don't know. This is this is for real. I'm wondering if you will do this. 888-528-2557. Unique to you. It identifies you, links you to your profile that you signed up with on Amazon One, and voila, you're done. You've paid. So if you're living near the 200 locations that have already signed up, it's in states such as Montana, Colorado, California, Georgia, really all over, um, you've probably already seen it. And like you mentioned, we've seen this pay by palm at Panera and baseball parks and NASCAR raceways and retailers. And it sounds so simple, but how does this all work and where does the information go? How does this all work and where does the information go? 888-528-2557. Jose, are you uh, you going to pay with your palm? Have you done this before? I haven't done it, but you know what? I'll be the guinea pig. See how it works. You're going to be the <laughs> the guinea pig. You know, the thing is, is there's already, this is already being done. You're too late, right? It's, it's, they've already, whoever they paid to do this first, they've been paid. Uh, I just want to see how embarrassing it'll be when your card gets declined, when you scan your hand. <laughs> That's right. You're like, oh, maybe, maybe my my hand must not be working, right? There must be You're some. Gonna say, oh, let me try my other hand. Actually, yeah, let me try my other hand. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? I did this on my foot last time because I was at the doctor. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Let's go to the uh, phones. Donna in Orange. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Are you going to use the uh, Palm payment, Donna? Pastor Scott, if it means not shop, not ever shopping at Whole Foods, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I think this is so weird. And what what is it going to lead up to? And uh, how am I going to control my money? You know, uh, what? <laughs> I was thinking when you said that. I think I wonder if you're if you can be if you're just walking down the street in the park. And you wave at somebody, but there's some thief with a device right there who just charged you something, like the, like a pickpocket. I that that's that sounds that sounds possible. I don't know. I mean, what possessed what possessed Jeff Bezos? I mean, what I mean, who who sold this thing to him? That's what I want to know. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's super convenient. Thank you, Donna, for your call. Donna's not going to do it. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Are you going to use the new Amazon Palm Pay? I think this this is going to be everywhere eventually. I think it's so much more convenient because everybody, most of you, have a right hand. I don't know what you do. If you don't have a right hand, some of you don't, I suppose you uh, get your forehead scanned. We'll talk about that in a minute. 888-528-2557. Clarence and Carson, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Clarence. Are you going to use the uh, the Palm payment from Amazon? I may use it, uh, but the thing is, I think it's just all leading up to the mark of the beast, the chip that needs to be in your hand or in your forehead, what? because there's going to be some problems with it. And then when those problems come up, they say, oh, we have a better technique, which is the chip. So do and you then, think uh, everybody either gets it or don't get it. And if, you, if you don't get it, you can't buy or sell anything. Yeah, Clarence, that's a that's a different take than what I had, because what I was thinking is that we all we were we've talked about the chip before and that this eliminates the need for the chip. Uh, but you think that uh, it won't work. The vein scan might work, and they'll go back to the chip. No, I think that uh, that there's going to be so many problems, like you said. Maybe somebody can, um, you know, intercept it, or maybe right. someone can rob someone a lot easier if they're at uh, a pay a, a pay station 
where there's not many people around and just put your hand up. Hey, put your hand on that thing and give me some money. Maybe. <laughs> but, I, I, maybe there'll be a problem for sure. Maybe there's there'll be a digital glove then. that you wear and you go shake hands with people and you're robbing them when you shake their hand. Yeah, it could be all kind of things pop up. And I, I'm pretty sure it's just setting us up mentally for the mark of the beast to where it'll seem like a common transition from this to whatever comes next and then the mark of the beast eventually. Yeah, I think uh, it's uh, it's definitely on that path. Thank you, Clarence. And, uh, you know, it's it's we'll keep talking about this, but the whole biometric thing, that's more than just a card, right? They know stuff about you. What kinds of information is going to be attached to your palm print that isn't just your your bank account and payment information? 888-528-2557. Adam in Long Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good, Adam. Are you going to use the Amazon palm reader? No, no, no. It's best for us not to do it now while we're going through trial and error with the digital currency, the real ID. Everything is all going to what everybody else said at the mark. They're yeah. conditioning us, and people sitting here going for it. Rather than just open their eyes, and like Donna said, I was, oh, I love that she's woke. Because people is out here playing around, dancing with the devil. And it's, and it's look fun. It looks entertaining. And that palm reading is for the lazy, those who have it. Oh, and then my other question is this for the world. Who's controlling it? Who, what about we want to reverse your transactions? Who has control over that? Do you have control over it? But you want to try it. Let me try and see what happens because you're, you're curious. Okay, who's going to control your curiosity? Who's going to control you if there's no reversal? Yeah, or you. Uh, it would be hard to. It would be hard to say you didn't do it, right? If it's your hand, can't say somebody stole your card. Let, let, let's stick to what we have now: cash and freedom. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. All right, Adam. Thanks for calling Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. We're talking about Amazon has introduced Palm Pay, and it's going to be in all the Whole Foods markets. It's already in Panera Bread. It's at stadiums and NASCAR. Lots of places do this. And rather than have a credit card or use your phone, I use my phone now sometimes. I avoided that for a long time. You know, until the, the COVID and during that, I decided, all right, I'll attach it to my phone. And, uh, you know, I found that to be convenient that I can just tap my phone and I can pay with my phone. But now the technology is I don't even need my phone or my wallet. I just need my right hand. And you scan your right hand and it scans the veins. It maps your veins in your right hand and uh, probably then tells you about your love life and how long you're going to live or something. And then you purchase whatever it is. Are you going to do this? Are you going to sign up? Is this exciting for you or does it make you nervous? 888-528-2557. Rudy in Pomona, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Adam. This sounds way too close uh, to the mark of the beast. And like you said, they're conditioning us. We need to keep our sovereignty and our freedom. It's something that... Yeah, we know that right now um, they're rolling it out right before our very eyes, the New World Order, and they, they don't hide it. I mean, the Pope himself has called for it twi- 12 times. What, for this kind of technology? Or called, what do you say? For the, for the New World Order. Oh, yeah, well, you know, it's something that digital currency is something that is probably coming. And, you know, I think that if you're looking at how would uh you know how would somebody um control the economy of the world or control you well you need something like this don't you 
Yeah, if you control the food and the water, you got the people right in the palm of your hand. Yep, you got everything. Yep, Rudy. Jesus told us to to endure to the very end. Yep, Rudy, thanks for calling, 888-528-2557. You know, I wonder, uh, do you think there will be a foot payment type thing? Do you think, uh, Jose's asking me, do you think uh, you'd go somewhere and like you just step on it? It's like in your toes or something? You can do it in your right. This is for Californians and our flip-flops, right? Eight? Yes. Yeah, you think that's coming. We're just going to pay with our feet. I guess you could have any any part of your body that has veins, apparently, can be scanned. That's, that's just crazy. It's, it is a crazy thing. 888-528-2557. Pastor Scott Show, are you going to sign up for the and use the Amazon Palm payment where you just pay with your hand? Eddie and Brea, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Um, I think digital currency is always leading up to this, and um, to, for people who use one one form of digital currency and then oppose this, it's kind of silly because if your thumbprint is on the iPhone or if you're opening your iPhone with your face, you're already doing it. You're already in the in the cloud, right? You're already you already have biometrical. Yeah, yeah. Is that the right term? Information. Right. So if you, if you're resisting the hand wave thing, but you've done everything up until that, then it's not it's not going to do you much good. And another thing, um, there's only a small portion of the population that is really going to do this, even in America. Like, uh, I know many parts, at least even in, even in some neighborhoods in the city, the cash is still king. And uh, I know I deal with, uh, I have a business, I accept most of my payments through check. In cash, so I'm, I'm still I'm still in the in the in the Stone Age when it comes to that, and most of my com- uh, customers are happy to oblige that. I think that and a lot of people will will resist it for a while, um, yeah. but uh, you know Amazon and those kind of. Thank you, Eddie, for your call. Amazon and I'm assuming Google, Apple will probably follow. They're investing an awful lot of money in it for you know, something that they think people will adopt. The, I think the goal for Amazon, I was watching one report, the goal is to to defeat everybody who's got a credit card, and then Amazon becomes the uh, one-stop shop for everything. It's a monster, uh, or a beast, maybe you'd say. 888-528-2557, Clarence and Torrance, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, this is Clarence again. Hey, Pastor uh, Scott. Well, uh, you know, uh, one thing that one of the callers had said, and, and this is, I used to work for a company called J.D. Edwards, and their top technolo- technology expert, which was one of the top in the world, was Carl Hunt. And he knew that I was Christian. So he said, Clarence, you'll be amazed at this. Guess what? We are already using the mark of the beast. Because if you use SIM technology, which is a credit card, a chip, or your driver's license in California, it has a strip on the back. And that strip is SIM technology. It can't and even a barcode, when you purchase something in the grocery store, has a barcode. And that that cannot be open unless it has a six in the beginning, a six in the, and then also the digits of the product, and then a six in the middle, and then also the store location or the price or whatever, and then a six at the end. So it has to have six, six, six before SIM can be open. And it's used at every grocery store, every checkout stand, anywhere where there's a barcode or a tape on the back of your credit card. Now tell me, what's the six again? Is that something that's encoded that, you know, that, I don't know, that triggers the machine to work properly? What does that mean? Yes, it it, it can't, you can't open the database without the 666 of SIM technology. And every product sold in the U.S. through major vendors and to major uh, 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 stores, it all has a barcode on it. And if it has a barcode on it, 
even the fruit that we buy, uh, it, those little stickers, it's under STEM technology, which can't be open unless 666 is read before it can be the product ID number and all that. All right, Clarence, I'll look into that. I don't know. I haven't heard that before on the 666 uh, in the code. But I think that to your point, though, we are doing so many things digitally already. And maybe that's a a question for us is, is this different? How is that using your palm different from using your phone or your credit card to make a digital payment? So Amazon is coming out with this. Here's a here's a clip of somebody uh, who used this. This was uh, at a Whole Foods market, and this was her response. She paid with her right hand. I'm at Whole Foods, and I'm about to pay for my groceries with my I don't know if you can hear it. She goes, that's the coolest thing ever. And what she does, she's at Whole Foods and she scans her hand just over this little device and paid for her food. I don't know, it was $800 or something and just sucked it right out of her bank account just because of her hand. Is there a difference between this and the way you're already paying for stuff digitally, 888-528-2557. And are you going to sign up for this uh, when it comes to a neighborhood near you very soon if it's not there already? 888-528-2557. Yolanda in North Hollywood, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes, welcome. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to weigh in Yeah. and listen to things on uh, No, I don't plan on. Um, first of all, I'm the most one of those non-technical people. And all this Venmo and cash up really bothers me. I have not jumped on the wagon with, you know, Apple Pay, Venmo, cash app. So yeah. and I've been fine thus far. My son is a very um, stringent Amazon user because he's non-social. I'd rather go to a Food for Less or a Ralph and get anything I need to do in terms of groceries. He, he shops online and has them deliver it. I still like to go and feel and touch and consider yeah. Do you, just, do you pay so with cash not, or check, or do you use a credit card? I use my uh, ATM, or sometimes card. I use cash. Yeah. All right. And uh, so... Now, something something else. Okay, ask your question. I no, you to, go ahead. You go right ahead. Well, I wanted to weigh in that I am a former stroke victim whose uh, hand, left hand, not my right, was um, affected greatly, so I can't even uncurl that, that hand to to use palm pay or anything like that. So, hmm. you know, what about all the victims out there that have had right hand affected stroke? They I've, wouldn't be able to do anything. I've wondered about that. And of course, some people don't even have a right hand have had it amputated, or maybe they were born without it. Uh, yes. All right, Yolanda, thanks for calling. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Billy in LA, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, yeah, so um, my question is, is why are we all of a sudden afraid of technology? I mean, hasn't technology, like, helped us out in a lot of things? I mean, like, a lot of things that we have here is because of technology um, and science. I don't know why people are all suddenly, like, afraid or, like, the mark of the beast. Like, sometimes I, like, that last caller with the with the credit card number, uh, like, oh, with the six or whatever? Come on. Yeah, I don't like, know about all, all of that, but number. do you worry, would you worry about the biometric thing with, and I'll play a clip when we come back from the break, but it's talking about people's concerns, like legitimate concerns about your personal biometric information up in the cloud, which is probably there anyway. So another caller pointed out, it's probably already there. Does that worry you that using your hand versus using your phone or a credit card that you probably already use? 
Uh, not, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make really a difference because yeah, I kind of agree with it. It's like, okay, we already have, let's be honest, like the government probably already has a bunch of records on us that we don't know about anyways. So, so I, I just, I just find it hilarious that people are like, oh, it's, it's the mark of the beast. It's like, how, how do you know that? Like they, it's, it's just like any tool that you use, it could either go good or it could go bad. So um, I just, I'm sorry. I just had to laugh at that. It's, it's to me, that's the most crazy thing is that it's the mark of the yeah. beast. Well, I think it, I, Billy, I understand I, the concern yeah. a little bit. You understand the but, concern. Well, I think eventually what people are saying is that you can see how if we go to digital currency globally and if you're paying with your body parts, right, then it, it, it at least creates the possibility of a tyranny that of some kind that could control what you buy or sell based upon what you believe or how you vote or whatever the the social credit, which is another part. I think of it. again, I think it goes like in any tool. You know, there's that could be true with anything. Bad for it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so so I mean. So you don't see this as a difference. Is, is because the thing. I mean, I I I can see the difference a little bit, but like to me, it's just like it's. It's there's always going to be the good and then there's always going to be the bad. Okay. So 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 I mean so, so like the good with it is that you know no one would be able to steal your identity because it's your biometric. No one else has this biometric or DNA specific uh, to us. You know. Yeah. Um, so you know so I again, think like, I, I got to go to a good thing, but. I got to go to a break, Billy. I think I got to go to a break. I'm late on the break. The number is 888-528-2557. You know, I think here's something I wonder. Is this inevitable anyway? Just the course of of technology and how different is it? We got to take a break. 888-528-2557. Are you going to use the Amazon Palm Pay when it comes to you near you? Pastor Scott Show Monday edition. I see all of your calls on there. Charles, Kareen, David, Wendy, David, Two Davids and a couple other people will be back as the Monday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. So it's not a credit card or a password. So Amazon will say it's safer, right? Because it can't be duplicated or, you know, you can't be impersonated by someone at the store. And while we did liken the technology to you opening up your phone, it's actually quite different because all the data that they receive about your palm is actually stored in the cloud. And this is about the new Amazon Palm Reader, which will be at stores near you where you simply wave your hand over a device and pay for your goods. And you don't need your phone, don't need your ID, don't need a credit card. You just use your actual palm. And what it does is it it memorizes the pattern of the veins in your hand, and that's how it triggers uh, your account. And that's why we're seeing criticism from critics. They're saying, wait, not so fast. There are privacy, security, even human rights concerns when it comes to any type of biometrics trafficking or tracking, rather. So... Could the cloud storage for palm signatures be hacked? Could it be, you know, could you could that information be provided to the government if if they asked or could ever be shared? So there's a handful of states that do have legislation or they're considering laws to regulate biometrics in the public sector. There's a lot of concern about this. I'm wondering if you're going to use it. So what you do is you sign up for it and then it scans your hand and you pay for items just with the palm of your right hand. 888-528 Two five five seven. David in San Fernando. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. Thank you. Hi, David. Uh, I, 
I have a question. I mean, you, I hear, I hear you answering, and I understand why you won't give a direct answer as to whether you personally would use it or not. You know, and there are some, you know, sounds like a few facetious comments you're making on it about what could happen. Someone cut off the hand, so forth and so on. But uh, I can only say for myself, uh, I wouldn't use it as I was waiting. I wrote down some questions about, you know, once once the banks find out that they can make money, I, I believe the banks would do anything to make extra money. So if I'm getting direct deposits and they and the banks will no longer accept direct deposit unless I go to the Palm Technology. What are people going to do if they recall the cards, if they refuse to use debit cards, if they refuse to use credit cards? It leaves people no choice but to go to the Palm. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, David, uh, that is what I think is going to happen. And perhaps it's not this technology, but I think that the direction of these things is that one day we won't really have a choice. This will be the way that you pay for things. Wow. Yeah. You know, I think that uh, I think we, people will refuse for a long time. I think there's going to be lawsuits and maybe there's another way. And I and mm -hmm. I do think that. And you asked, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. Right. That that would be what I'm I'm not going to do it. But um, I think that there's a time coming when something like this, if not this, is going to be universal. Uh, yes. And I do think that because of what the scriptures say. But I also I also think right. that because it's super convenient. It, it it is, but it's. I mean, back in the day, now it would be something out of the Twilight Zone, right? That would be something where we <laughs> we would have saw a Twilight Zone show about this. Yeah. What I want to say is that people are calling. Are people aware of the timing of the mark of the beast? I mean, you know, I know prophecies is coming. I know Jesus Christ is returning. I'm a Christian. I believe the Scripture. But it's at that time when the mark of the beast will be, you know, people are pre-trib, mid-trib, whatever, and some don't believe it at all. But it's after these things take place on the earth that this mark would, you know, begin to uh, to be in fruition. Yeah. Uh, you know, what I'll do is I'll read uh, the passage that people are thinking of here in Revelation, and I'll talk about it. Thank you, David, for your call. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. The book of Revelation, it, will, it says this in chapter 13, uh, verse 16, talking about the, uh, the second beast. And so if you've never read this, you should read it. Take a couple hours. You won't understand all of it, but you'll understand the point. And it talks about the, the beast or the Antichrist at the end times, that there would be a way that the, the Antichrist, if you will, will prevent people from buying or selling unless they worship the beast, or that will be the system, right? So uh, it all forced people, great and small, rich, poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. And uh, this is the passage where you end up with uh, 666. It says, this is the call for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. That's where that comes from if you've never read that. So what's happening with these technologies is, you know, a long time ago, if you read this and you and you took it historically and literally that this is something going to happen in the future, and we don't know all that it means, but 
you know, this passage is pretty clear that you will not be able to buy or sell or participate in the marketplace uh, if you don't receive the mark of the beast on your right hand or forehead. And people argue about what those things might be. But the idea that somebody could control uh, what everybody buys and sells, that was something far-fetched not too long ago, but not now. Now with digital currency and the idea that maybe you're going to pay with your hand or a chip or whatever, or a tattoo or a barcode, whatever it is, now the idea that, and especially with the advent now of social credit, which is, are you a nice person or not? You know, do you vote correctly? Do you have the right perspective on things? All of that can be programmed into your digital file. And the idea that a person could be blocked from participating in the marketplace because they have wrong think or because they won't worship a certain way or because at one point they will not bow down to the beast, uh, that that is not a far-fetched technology now. Technologically speaking, people can see how that could happen and how it could work with everyone in the world. And I think that is something that alarms people here. 888-528-2557. Charles in Westminster, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. What you're talking about today is old news. This has already happened in this country. There is a segment of this country that has no cash and no option of buying other than with a debit card. And of all things, it's Marine Corps Recruit Depot, Paris Island, South Carolina. They initiated the program years ago. They did it on a one-year basis. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they did it to see how it would work if they could control society by only having one way to buy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that the you're right that the digital direction, it it provides for that opportunity uh, or that possibility. Right. If a tyrannical government is in charge of our country or the world, certainly if everything is digital, uh, buying or selling, there's always bartering and there's always under the table stuff. But the the market, the way we're used to it is uh, it's already very digital. And then I think thank you for your call, Charles. I think that leads me to a place of. You know, are we already there? And are you going to use it? I don't think that the mark is the technology. I think that the technology, if it's this, I mean, it could be something we'd never thought of, right? It could be something that is a thousand years from now. We don't know. But I would think that this is definitely leading up to it. I don't think the technology itself is the mark, but I think that the uh, at some point you will be required to have certain beliefs or the technology will be used to not let you participate in the marketplace. And my my belief is that it will be such a common way of doing business that everyone will just be there, that there's not going to be, you know, half the country still using cash or writing checks. I think everybody will be paying digitally at some point everywhere. And I think that's probably necessary uh, in one way or another for this to happen. Now, there's I know there's interpretations and it could be different, but my where I'm coming from is that someone one day will be able to control the market digitally. And this is maybe not this specific technology, but some kind of digital technology or something similar that maybe isn't invented yet. If it's later, this is how they can do it. Seems perfectly logical to me. I think that history is barreling toward just going so fast toward the type of environment that you read about in Revelation and other prophetic books. A lot of people don't realize that there's actually more in the Old Testament about the second coming of Christ than the first. Did you know that? It's more important that you know about the first and that you understand why and you understand who Jesus is, but the story is played out. The story, it's symbolic. We don't know all of it, but I think the people who are there at the end 
they're going to have the scriptures as a guide for whatever that is. 888-528-2557. Karen and Orange, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. I'm Kareen. Hi. Oh, hi, Kareen. Sorry. I apologize ahead of time if I get sidetracked about the main topic, but it's basically about the bottom line of everything that's happening. Um, you know, we have a lot of good Christians out there, and but like it says in the Bible, a lot of them are going to turn the other way, either for desperation or because many, because they're scared of yeah. death. They're scared of death. And then I was recently driving when I caught your program just now, and I caught to the gentleman that was talking about, oh, if they control the food resources and the water, they control us. But I have to disagree with that. Uh, How can I start and say this? I apologize. That's okay. I have lived lived this. Okay? I have lived this, so I'm I'm a little worked up. Um, (laughs) This has been my reality for the last 18 years, sir. Uh, um, I've been uh, basically uh, tortured with microwave weapons. I was put in a program against my will and my knowledge called gang stalking, which was point help. All right. Well, that's not really helpful on this on this uh, topic, but I understand that you know there are things that go on there, Kareen, and I hope that uh, whatever's happened with you, that um, there's somebody who can help. But I hope that you know the Lord, and you people should understand that there's there are hard times coming. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. David in Encino, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. Yeah. Behold, I saw the gods of commerce arising, descending on a ladder in the clouds. Soon, Bezos is going to be sitting in a new song. I got the, he's got the whole world in our hands. Yeah, he. I think that's the goal. The goal of this program, you know, is to run the world economic system, and you become very rich. It might be Bezos' grandkids or his kids, but it is. Um, that is what's happening with Apple Pay and these companies kind of getting into this market is what happens if everybody is using your system to buy stuff. Well, then you're always going to have money. I'm super late to a break. Uh, thanks for calling the uh, Pastor Scott Show, David. 888-528-2557. got to go to break. Monday edition. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. The ability to pay for anything, anywhere, could be in the palm of your hand, literally. Amazon rolling out its new palm-paying technology to hundreds of Whole Foods stores around the country. Some Panera Bread locations have already started to utilize this feature as well. And you may have already seen it pop up in airports, stadiums, and casinos also. So how does it work? This technology is coming everywhere pretty soon where you're going to pay with your palm rather than your phone or your credit card. And uh, what it does is it scans the vein pattern in your hand and uh, that will attach to your bank account or whatever else you've attached to your palm. I, I think some healthcare places have already done it. So it will also have all of your healthcare information on it. My question is, are you going to do it? And the second question is, is this inevitable that everybody will be doing it or something like it, that there won't be another option? And then what do you do? 888-528-2557. Ike in LA, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Ike, go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Pastor Scott? I'm good, Ike. You going to use this or what? What do you think? You know what? I would be the last person to use this technology. 
And uh, just a little advice on those who are declaring that this is just uh, another way of getting close to the mark of the beast on our bodies. I believe that when the mark of the beast is uh, uh, in play, it's going to be around the whole world. Uh, my question is, if everybody have to have that mark in order to buy anything or buy or sell, what about those people that live in deep jungles of uh, the Amazon, Africa, yeah. India, who have no uh, closeness to technology? How is that going to play out there? Or are they going to be left out from this mark of the beast? I think we are still very far from getting to declare that, yes, this is exactly what the mark of the beast is. Well, I think you're right that we we need to be careful to not declare that. You know, I think that what uh, it's super important, in fact, because most of what has been declared for 2000 years about the end times has turned out to be not correct. Right. And and so we got to be really careful. What I would say about this that I think is at least interesting. And this is this is what I, I think is that I think everybody, even if you're not a Christian, if you're not a Christian, you're listening, you know, read the book of Revelation. You're not going to understand a lot of it. But you are going to get the point, and you're going to get a big piece of it, and you're going to also see that however you interpret those things, people interpret them differently. However, it does seem like there will be a system where the whole world is tied together economically. And you know what I'll tell you about everybody in uh, in super uh, you know third world countries or impoverished lands is they all have a right hand, Ike. Every one of them do. And I... I I think, you know, if you've been on a mission trip to a lot of these places, you'd be surprised how common it is that somebody's got digital somewhere. Uh, and it's a lot more prevalent in the world than uh, you think, and I think it's developing super fast. I appreciate your call. I've got a lot of calls I want to get to you here. But, uh, you know, I think it is important that with these things, it obviously brings up, uh, you know, Mark of the Beast and those things. It's really important that we, we don't connect too many dots except that I think it is important that we also say clearly the world is headed in this direction, that clearly we are living in a time where to try to determine how, in practical terms, these things will come about, the end time things, now it's not too hard to figure it out. You know, people thought Hitler was the uh, Antichrist, right? But the problem was, is how is he really going to control the world? And how would he do, there's certain things, and he's crazy, right? No one's going to, there were certain people who worshiped that guy, but most of the world thought he hated him. And ultimately the the beast at the end is going to be loved by most, right? He's going to be very popular. Um, and uh, that's something else to think about that could happen one day. But you got to be really careful about uh, connecting too many dots, but at the same time, recognizing the truth of scripture and that Jesus revealed what's going to happen so that we would be comforted that Jesus wins, that he's the winner at the end, so that the people who are around for that time would open the book and go, oh, that's what this is. You know, I think that we question all this stuff now, what's the mark of the beast and what's 666 and what's the order of things, but there will be a generation who says, oh, that's what 666 is and this is the mark of the beast. One day it'll be certain because certain people will be living it. But other than that, the and something else that's important about prophecy too is that if you sit down and you read Revelation and you go through it, the first thing that Jesus does, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's what the book is. It's Jesus telling us how it's going to end. 
the first thing he does is give warnings to the church about doing the work of the church, that our job is not to figure out how things are going to happen in the end. Our job is to know they're going to happen. Our job instead is to make disciples and make sure that people understand why Jesus came the first time, right? Our job is to make sure that we understand why Jesus came the first time, that he came to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life so that even those people whenever you're tempted to you're maybe you're challenged in your faith or at the end you're not going to be able to buy or sell and you're persecuted there's people persecuted today how do they know they're they are saved they know because they believe that Jesus rose again from the grave they believe that he rose again they believe that whoever believes in him though they will die they will follow him out of the grave into resurrection and eternal life that makes it easier to put up with persecution even unto death right? You can do that. If you don't know why Jesus came the first time or you're not too sure, uh, one caller talked about the great falling away that will happen. It's in Second Thessalonians. Probably it's because there's a lot of believers who don't really know why Jesus came the first time. They're religious. They go to church. They're Christian by name or by because they were baptized or because they went, you know, grew up in a certain country. But you got to know who Jesus is, that, yeah, he's the king of kings. He is coming back. But, and you got to believe that. But you got to know why he came the first time. And in all of this discussion, it's fun and important and real curious, I think, when we see these technologies. And to even say to the people in your life who are not Christian, what do you think about this? Because it looks like a guy named John who had no concept, no context at all for technology predicted this 2,000 years ago. Uh, so it's, there's relevance, but the purpose is so that you know who Jesus is now and why he came the first time. 888-528-2557. Shelly in L.A. I'll try to get through as many calls as possible. Go ahead, Shelly. I'd like to say that uh, Satan is alive and well, and um, he's the greatest. Um, he's a master of perversion. He's perversing everything that the scriptures uh, speak of, coming in the clouds, Christ's will. Well, you know, Charles, have to leave anything that's unclear. Yeah, Jesus yes, is, he is coming back. I want to get some as many calls as possible, Shelley, but uh, we're told to not be deceived, and Satan is the great deceiver. Uh, 888-528-2557, Jose in North Hollywood. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Go ahead, Jose. All right, I can put you on hold, and I'm going to go to JT in Huntington Beach. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Scott, listen, there are some great teachers like Steve Wilburn and Greg Laurie and Dr. David Jeremiah, Sandra Kennedy and Chuck Swindoll and Tony Evans and Jimmy Evans and others who really study this stuff, and Greg Laurie. And so when they teach, they've thoroughly, uh, Jack Benimpi, and so they talk about the rapture, they talk about followed by the, the tribulation period, the second coming. So when they, and Chuck and, and Charles Stanley and Pat Robertson, they all have one thing, and I'll, I'll make this quick. They, they explain in a very slow way that doesn't go over your head in layman's terms, uh, which I think is a very effective way to teach. I think you'd agree being a pastor mm-hmm. and explain very carefully so that you understand that this is something hopeful and, you know, that it's not – there's a difference between being, uh, you know, judged as a Christ-rejecting world and a Christ-accepting people, even though we're not perfect, but we are forgiven. Very important we understand those things. I think you're right, yeah. JT. I want to get a couple more calls here if I can, but I you think that the, sure. your, your point about this is a hopeful thing. This isn't something to be afraid of. This is something that says, hey, you know what? Jesus is coming back, and Jesus is coming back. These things are going to happen. 
and every knee is going to bow one day. And, you know, you should be excited about that. Don't worry about what might be coming. Just worry about knowing Jesus and knowing that you're you're safe with him. All right, Fernando and Whittier, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Pastor Scott, how are you? I want to know your thoughts on all millennial. I sat under pre-tribulation for a, quite, a, quite a few years, and I'm not bent on that side of eschatology, but uh, I switched from a Calvary Chapel going to a Reformed church, and I want to know, I'm not totally sold on all millennialism either, but I want to know what, some of it sounds pretty compelling. I want to know your thoughts on it. Well, I only have a minute here, okay? So, uh, Fernando, I appreciate your call. Here's what I think. The first thing I think, and I said this a minute ago, but I want to emphasize it, is, and if you're kind of new to all this, there's a lot of different theological beliefs about the order of the end times and the meaning of not just Revelation, but other passages in the Old Testament and New Testament that talk about the end time. So there's, there's you use words like amillennial, premillennial, pre-post-trib. There's a lot of words, okay? Here's what I think. Right. Don't plant your flag. Don't worry about planting your flag in what's right. It'll become right. The first concern is to make sure that you recognize that Jesus' call to you is to make disciples now. I think that's why in Revelation he writes the letters to the churches, because the churches weren't doing it, most of them. Philadelphia was good. The rest of them weren't. They had something they weren't getting right. we got to make sure that we are doing what's right now. Because the truth is, most of us are going to meet Jesus because we're going to die first. Then we're going to meet Jesus. And for the generation who's here at the end, however it works, they're going to have the Word of God. And it's fun to talk about. It's great theology to go through and all those guys. But make sure you know why Jesus came the first time. I'm out of time. Ted, I won't get to your call. And others, I won't get to your call. We're done for today. Thanks for listening to the Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back tomorrow from 3 to 5. You can get the podcast at kkla.com or wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Pastor Scott Show. Good night.